Hi, this is Iz and I'm Nas and this is Post Drama Syndrome. Before we begin, I would like to give a quick run through of our podcast. Every week we will review the first two episodes of a drama and share our opinions on it. Please do take note that this is solely our opinions and we do not we do not mean to slander any dramas, characters or actors. Now let's go to the show. First, for our first episode, we are going to talk about the drama Mystic Papa Ba, which which is available on Netflix featuring Hwang Jong-gum, Yuk Sung-jae and Choi Won-young. According to Asian Wiki, the synopsis is Sangap Khat Ba opens only at night. Bojo, played by Hwang Jong-gum, runs the mysterious food cart. Customers who visit the Sangap Khat Ba consist of normal people and the dead. While drinking alcohol and eating dishes with Bojo, the customers of Sangap Khat Ba talk about themselves and try to heal their internal wounds. Actually, I think it's more than that. So, in the first two episodes, we see a little of Bojo's past and how she become what she is right now. She's been sent to the human world as a punishment where she needs to satisfy grudges of 100,000 people. In the first episode, we find that she, she has only 10 more people to finish her punishment and she gets a sudden news that she has only one month to complete the 10 people and as she's been taking too long to complete her task. It's also amusing to see this gods use technology and portraying it as if that gods also upgrade themselves as time passes. Then we cut to Hang Kang Bei, played by Yuk Song Jae, who is an employee at Couple Mart. He has this power where if he makes skin contact with someone, they uncontrollably spill their worries and grudges to him. Woju happens upon him at Sangap Khat Bar, where he was trying to console a colleague and she finds out about his power and decides to hire him to help her complete her punishment in return for a favour. In the second episode, Hang Bei wants to you know, have a trial run and he brings in his house owner whose daughter is going to get married soon. However, she has a dark past that makes Woju decide against helping her to resolve her gadgets, grudges because she doesn't like those kind of people because it links to her past. Desperate Kang Bei agrees to sign her contract to make Woju help settle his house owner's grudges. So that was the recap of the first two episodes of Mystic Pop-Up Bar. On first thought, I would say that Mystic Pop-Up Bar is a good mix of Hotel the Luna and along with the gods. It plays with both the teams well. It's similar to Hotel the Luna as like before the ghosts go into the afterworld, they settle their grudges in Hotel the Luna with the help of IU, right? So it's something similar to this grudge topic. While it's similar to a lot of the gods in the sense of the characters and their past, or how do I say that? It's not their past, it's more like their, the essence of the characters is very along with the gods. But however, I would state that this is different in a sense where I do not think that Hang Kang Bei and Wolju will get together as he calls her emo, which means aunt. And, and through these two episodes, there are hints of his love interest who are not the main who is not the main character, Wolju. So I'm expecting it to be quite different compared to Hotel de Luna. So I'm, I'm quite 
excited actually as I'm not really a fan of a 500 year wo- old woman dating a 29 year old boy so yeah mm-hmm. so that is what we thought of the episode oh and also I find it this is actually very funny uh, funny drama I've realized is that whatever drama Huang Jong-gum acts in it's very entertaining to watch right, right no matter what the plot is it's very entertaining to watch correct <laughs> starting with kill me hear me and then i mean this is the first drama that we both saw huang jong-un in and we knew of her existence from kill me hear me which is a great drama by the way if you hear about it please watch it <laughs> like 10 10 recommended <laughs> the that scene oppa <laughs> <laughs> Well, back to topic. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so whatever she acts in, she makes it very entertaining to watch, which I find it very commendable. Cuz even though she's playing different characters, she has this essence of herself that is left behind in each of her character, like her own character in her in the drama characters. Mm. So it's very nice to watch it play out that way. Mm-hmm. And also another thing is whenever Going on to Kang Bae, whenever Kang Bae touches someone, right, then like there's this ding, <laughs> the <laughs> bell. He, he knows the bell, and he's like, okay, okay, you heard the bell, right? Pour your feelings to me. And his dream, after he gets rid of this, you know, a uh, being ability, ability, he wants to go on the subway, <laughs> where and he touches everyone, and he's just smiling. <laughs> so it's just very funny to you know get see how such a inane such a mundane desire from this character that it's so normal to us yeah. and i think that this is going to play out even further like to be more entertaining and more fun to watch because of the characters and also um what is his name choi choi won young choi won young he's also very entertaining And then we've seen him in Kill Me Heal Me and then we saw him in uh Huarang ah. as a father. He's played so many versatile yes. roles. He has also played a psychopath role, psychopathic role and I and I comparing these two roles together, I think that he's a really good actor. Yes. And also he also adds into the fun and yes <laughs> because his character can shapeshift. Yes. <laughs> oh, but this is not in the first episode so it's very hard to see but continue yeah of course he can shape shift he shape shifts into like some people and then it's damn funny to watch him yes. and the way he transforms back like he was there <laughs> he shakes his head and then boom he's somebody else and he shakes his head again and boom he's back to himself yeah and the thing is he is a uh, he used to be a uh, he comments himself because he used to be a police in the afterlife agency yeah, so i think that's what it's called okay another reason why we think that you know it's very fun and entertaining to watch is because they connect the afterlife mm-hmm. to our life yes yes and make it very similar yes and right. which may not be true we don't know but <laughs> like just being able to see that oh my god they're also using technology like it's very relatable yeah they are hunting down the next person who's going to die with like a in an ipad that shows like a resume <laughs> yes <laughs> so it's them fun to watch and i think that it's a really good drama and we do have a lot of questions so the first question i would like to ask is why why is she doing this punishment 
So let me give you a snippet. Yeah, a snippet of what actually happens and why she, you know, gets punishments. So, um, she has the ability to read other people's dreams. Which is like memories in a sense. Mm. So, it, other people's dreams. So through that, she helps the person get better. So example, someone can't sleep or they're very sick for a long time. She's able to see that through the dreams that what is affecting them. So through that, she helps people. And in her past, the crown prince would have like this kind of problems where he's not waking up and he's sick. He's sick for a very long time. And so the queen will find out about her and then ask her to fix him. Mm. And so when she does fix him, he has feelings for her. Which doesn't really seem evident in the drama, but you just need to read between the lines yeah. to really understand that. Because it's very, very vague. And, and the thing is, the queen thinks that she bewitched him, him in his dream. Uh, and mainly it's because of her ability and because her mom is a shaman. Sham- yeah. And also, it's also, this idea is instilled by the country, the village people who talk behind her back. Uh, and see her in a very different way. Yes. And the, instead of seeing, oh wow, she you know, has an ability and she help some, someone and once they know that you know the crown prince is being bewitched they blame it all on her and yeah. they say bad things about her and they say it like her gold digging and mm. like in a very very bad way mm-hmm. and because of that she hates these people she resents them with all her heart because that is what caused her mom's death, death. yeah and leading to her suicide yeah so the thing is she suicides at the lucky tree or like the sacred yeah tree, a sacred tree where which is known for its luck so this tree brings luck to these villages so when she hangs herself there she the tree like burns <laughs> yeah, the tree burns because such an unsacred yeah. activity has happened at the sacred tree mm. so it loses all its luck and power and somehow like while she is facing her Gitri, she is told that she because of her actions, ten thousand people have died due to her. So why that that's why she sent back to Earth to resolve mm. grudges of hundred thousand people. Mm. But even so, she was very angry. She was like, No, I am not going to settle their grudges. I hate them and that's why I killed myself. Why would I wanna go back yes. and help this, you know? These ungrateful, ungrateful people. Yeah. And then the thing is, and the god, she she throws out a scroll, and we don't know what's on the scroll. I I guess we'll come to know what's on the scroll, mm-hmm. but we just don't know yet. And that scroll makes her change her mind. So, I want to know. I'm like, I really really want to know what the scroll has said because it's really intriguing. You know, you being left in the dark, dark. That's yes. annoying. Um, and also the character I also want to talk about is where is he? Song Gun Hee, which is the ex of the Crown Prince. I feel that he comes in a lot of as a lot of small roles a lot of the time, and I feel like he's not given a very big role. But his acting is very commendable. He can act very very versatile roles, and because I've seen. 
almost all his dramas that he has been but mm-hmm. even though he just comes in as uh, cameo like very small character in the drama he catches your attention because mm. because of his acting mainly yes, yes. so i feel that we should also commend his acting and yeah you should go see about him he has a lot of other dramas also and i really think that this drama has a very nice aura to it mm. and we see a whole new different character of um that Huang Jong-gum plays because usually she plays that you know funny ass silly girl mm-hmm. who always wears full short hair and she she doesn't she doesn't wear like you know gowns or like a bodysuit yes. like she does in this and, and she looks so pretty yes and she's given a completely new look like i'm just like falling in love with her every single shot mm-hmm. Because she looks so good, and the makeup in this is much more like striking. Yes, yes, definitely. Like with the red lipstick, and the there's this concept of the bar where she wears a hanbok. Yes, yes. So whenever she's in the bar, she'll be wearing a hanbok. But sometimes this hanbok is very modernized, where it looks like a shirt and a s- shirt and a skirt, mm-hmm. and then she's wearing like pants underneath. Mm. So it it's like a very you know modernized version of a humbug and the way she pulls it off is just amazing yes definitely yeah and her character is very funny look look <laughs> one question i have is why did han kang wei have the ability to be able to let people tell their grudges like was it something he did last time or did he just was he born with this power what is it that he has that allows people to be like oh let listen to my listen listen to me and my grudges i need someone to pour it out onto mm. but as what um the character choi monyong choi monyong he says that it's because his spiritual door is open is <laughs> so yeah and then in episode 2 we see a bodyguard this mm. is And also in like the future episodes, there would be where she he touches others, and then this girl, and then she doesn't feel anything, and then he gets he just he just gets so shocked. He's like, oh my god, this girl, why why does she not you know want to tell me anything? Mm-hmm. And her character is a bodyguard, and then she's like, he's like, just touch me, you can tell me whatever you want. <laughs> That sounds so wrong out of context, but you will get it if you watch the episode. Yes. And every episode, you just don't see time passing by. Yes. When it ends, you're like, it I ended. I want more. <laughs> yes, I want more. It's very. I I don't. It's just it, instead of like, cause some dramas give you this homey feel, especially during this, uh, lockdown and quarantine period, right? It's very jovial. It feels like you are part of that. You are. In one of you are one of the, those three people in the squad, and you're also having a lot of fun with them. So I feel like it's a very jovial drama that will give you a lot of um, excitement that your house doesn't give you. <laughs> yes, I'm sick of being at home. <laughs> yes, who isn't? Tell me about it. Mm. So, do you have any more questions that you want 
to we want to know before the end of this drama. So by the way, we will come back and we will answer these questions. Later. Whether yeah, later on whether we will see the whole drama and then we will go back to talk about the last two episodes and we will question whether this dra- this drama has any loopholes and whether all our questions we ask now is answered. Yes. Because it's very important. I mean, that's the whole point of post-drama syndrome anyway, isn't it? <laughs> Another question I would want to ask is, why did her mom die like that? Her mom protected her. Her mom, yes, her mom protected her. But? She was stabbed. But then there was also a fire, but why was she stabbed? The she queen was stabbed because they thought it was her. The queen wanted her gone. So they thought it was her. So then she was stabbed instead of Woju. Mm. So she sacrificed her life and then they set the place ablaze because they want to cover the, up her. Yes, correct, correct. They want to cover up the murder. Mm. Yes. But I feel like this, the thing that ha- happened to Woju actually really happened to society mm. because the, some, pe- some people just cannot stand to see other people trying mm. and sometimes it's not even their business and they just want to stick their nose in and, and make judgments about it which really really could affect the person who is actually involved yes and it's so sickening like to be honest I, I understand Wojo's point of view because it people can be really sickening at times and especially when they're all talk and no do where they just know how to say something but when it's their turn to help out or anything they just ghost they don't do anything so for i really really feel bad for wuju in this drama mm. and like it also shows like how her past is related to the present through the people she helped with the grudges because the grudges that these people have or what they have done is very similar to what other people have done to her in her past life so it's more like um she's learning to forgive mm. she is you the, the gods give her this as a means to forgive the people that has hurt her in her past life yes but i have so many questions about the afterlife who <laughs> no, why do they portray it in that way? <laughs> it's so amusing, but in another in another way, it's very weird to see afterlife in that kind of life. But afterlife has always been portrayed in this one line where in which it's so serious, where I feel like this gives a break from that and gives mm. us another perspective. Oh. No, I mean nobody has seen afterlife yet, have they? No. And no one has ever lived to see afterlife, so they are probably just you know throwing just a bunch of fun. Where they can't live if they want to see the afterlife. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, I guess it's fun to look at things at different perspectives. Mm. So till now we have gone through Mystic Papa, and we would like to have more episodes like this. We will come back to you next week with a new drama because obviously Mystic Papa has not ended yet. <laughs> I mean, we really want it to because we really want to know what happens and it's so exciting. So, hope that y'all will also watch it and support this drama. And next week, we will come back with a new drama or 
a drama that has been finished so that it's easier for us to explain I hope you will support us in all the platforms you're available on Spotify Apple Podcasts uh, and on Anchor which we are using to record this episode so please subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to and follow us on Spotify if you would like to hear more from us and this was Post Drama Central. Thank you See. for listening. See you next week.